So this morning, what we're going to do is be looking at wisdom, and we're going to continue that along the vein of last week we talked about how we had to ask for wisdom. And when we asked and believed that we received it, we would, re- we would receive it. And faith believing. Well, today I want us to talk about making the choice to grow and actually following through with it. Now, how many of you guys have ever wished you were taller? Anybody? Be honest. I'm 5'2-ish because apparently every doctor I go to tells me something different. I don't understand how that works when I'm always in bare feet. I guess I'm taller on some days than I am on other days, right? (laughs) I don't know how that works. I think I have been clocked as tall as 5'3". That was once, though, and I've never hit that tall again. (laughs) But that's the height I'm going with. No, I'm joking. That's the height of my license. (laughs) 5'3". So we wish to grow sometimes, right? I was in school, and when I was younger and I was this height, it wasn't that big, big of a deal. I mean, I was actually pretty tall for some of my friends. The main difference was is once we got out of, like, elementary, all my friends still grew, and I didn't. I kind of capped out right up there, and that was, it was not working for me anymore. But when we grow and we learn things, we actually have to decide to do it. And so today we're going to look at why we should decide, why we should choose, why we should be willing to pursue growing in wisdom, why we should search after growing with God. The Bible tells us, seek ye first the kingdom of God, right? We're going to look a little bit at that. And today, what I want us to be able to learn when we leave is that first, we have free will. We should choose to grow in wisdom. The first thing for the simple point is that God has actually asked us to do it. We all have the option of whether or not we listen to God or not, but I don't know about you, but he's the creator who created everything. He sent his son Jesus to die for me. Sent his son Jesus to die for you. And he wants us to be growing in knowledge and wisdom of him and growing in knowledge and wisdom in our lives as we go about our day. Second Peter three eighteen. Second Peter three eighteen says, But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and and to the day of eternity. Grow. 
grow in knowledge, grow in grace. Now, Peter says um, a little further back in 2 Peter verses 1, 5 through 8, that while we're growing, to grow in things, for this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with goodness, goodness with knowledge, knowledge with self-control, self-control with endurance and endurance with godliness, godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection for love, with love. For if any of these qualities are yours and are increasing, then they will keep you from being useless or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know about you, but I never want to be called useless. Especially for God to call me useless. We talk about what is our purpose in life. And what are we called to do? We're called to grow. To grow in God, to grow in knowledge and grace and self-control and to be fruitful. The Bible warns about us being useless. Hebrews 5 talks about the dangers of Christians who aren't fruitful. So let us first start by making that choice to grow because God has said that growing is essential for us to be useful. We want to be useful, right? Now, not only do we have to make that choice to grow, but we actually have to pursue it. All right. A bunch of you guys raised your hands when you said you wished you were taller. So I want you guys to do something with me. Everyone who wished they were taller, stand up. All right. Now I want you to raise your hands. Up, up. Keep stretching. Stretch. Stand on your tippy toes. Keep going. Stretch as high as you possibly can. Keep going. You kind of feel your back moving, right? All right. Put your hands down. Don't sit down yet. How many of you guys feel slightly taller? Anybody? Let's go ahead and sit down. Anybody feel slightly taller? You laugh. When I was a kid, I thought the solution to being taller was that I had to stretch out my spine more. Now, granted, part of that was is, as a kid, I was diagnosed with scoliosis, which is a curvature of the spine. And so my doctor had said, because of the curvature, I had lost a couple of inches. So I'm a thinker. I go, well, if my spine is curved, if I can put enough tension on it, not too much, but enough that I can straighten it out, I can make up those extra inches, right? And so for the longest time, I would sit down with my back, this side of the chair, 
And then I would lean over the back of the chair so that the back would help support, the chair would help support me. And I would stretch my back out thinking maybe if I did this enough, I may end up maybe like a quarter of an inch taller, which would make all the difference. At least that's what I thought, right? If we want to grow, we not only have to make the choice to do it, we have to follow through with actions. Now, one thing we do have control over. How many of you have ever wished to be able to do something, to learn something, to play an instrument or something? Now, how many of you guys can actually say that you have learned to do that, whatever you set forth to do, and you can do it now? I don't want to say his name because I don't want him to get a big head. But we have a teenager in our church who said, you know what, I want to learn the saxophone. So he pestered his mother until she bought him one. He goes, I will learn how to play this. I will make sure I learn how to play this. And sure enough, you know, she got him a saxophone for Christmas. He watched it on YouTube. And he has taught himself to play the saxophone. We've even had him here in church play it for us during Music Sunday. He actually isn't that bad. When we search out to do things, and we commit ourselves to doing it. We can want to learn how to bake a cake and look up a recipe and follow it, right? And we do it and we follow recipes because, hey, what if we don't? Sometimes, though, there are substitutions, there's things we get around, and then things don't always turn out right, do they? If you use a cup of something instead of a tablespoon of something, you're just going to end up with a sloppy mess. Yeah. But when we learn to do things and we follow the instructions, that's when we truly grow. And we need to seek after growing in wisdom and growing in knowledge of Christ and of God the same way we would seek after learning something else learning how to play an instrument, learning how to bake a recipe, getting our degree in school, graduating, whatever it is that we want to do, we need to seek after God with that same diligence. John 6, 27, Jesus tells us that we're going to grow, we're going to have to work for it. Philippians, Paul says that it, we're going to have to keep pressing on. Our opening video was about runners, athletes who train, and they follow a strict regimen of training, right? Because they have a goal. They have something they want to accomplish. They have an end prize. 
and they do and they train and they learn what they have to do to get where they're going. If it requires waking up at 5.30 in the morning to go for a morning run, they do it. If it requires altering your diet to foods that are going to help you run better or avoid foods that are going to be detrimental to your training, they'll do it. And when we're growing in knowledge and wisdom, we may be facing those same choices. There are things in our lives that if we do, it's going to affect how we grow. Earlier in Sunday school, we sang a little song. It said, read your Bible and pray every day. And you'll what? Grow. You'll grow, grow, grow. Last week we said, if, you know, beyond just asking for God for wisdom and knowledge, he's given us a lot of the answers already in what? The Bible, right? If we need an answer to something, it's probably in there. And if it's not, there's always the other one. Prayer, right? Let us seek after growing in God. Like we would be seeking after a prize. Because just like a runner would love to win an Olympic gold medal, we're going for the gold too. The streets of gold in heaven for the prize that comes from growing in knowledge and wisdom of God is eternal life. And so let us pursue after that gold. Focusing on that and not worried about the things here of earth. Second Peter told us again, starting in verse 5 again, it said in verse, uh, chapter 1, For this very reason, make every effort. Make every effort. Decide to do it and go for it. Don't just say, oh, I'd love to grow in my relationship with God. I love to grow in the knowledge of God. But I'm only going to make it a point on Sundays when I go to church. Monday through Saturday belong to me. Make every effort. Verse 10 even says, make every effort to do these things. And then I love that last part because it says, if you do, then you will never stumble. Now we're going to mess up.
And if we continue with that analogy of running a race, let's be honest, sometimes we may trip over our shoes, right? I think the difference, the best way to understand that never stumble part is that we may trip over our shoes. We may even fall down. But like any good runner, what do we do? We pick ourselves up, we brush ourselves off, and we keep going. The goal to grow in knowledge and wisdom is so that we never stumble to the point where we fall down and we can't get back up. Because we've been too injured to pick ourselves up. And when we grow in knowledge of God, that's when our faith will help strengthen us to the point where no matter how hard or how many times we do fall, God is there and our faith is enough to cause us to get back up. And that's why growing in knowledge and wisdom of God is so important because when those things do happen, We can say that finishing the race is more important than anything else. And that we know that we are not alone. Not only should we surround ourselves with family and friends who have growing in knowledge and wisdom of God who may be able to, be able to help pick us back up, but God will be there. We are not alone in our efforts. Now, it's said that faith is the belief in the unseen, right? And sometimes, though, when it comes to the presence of God in our lives, if we don't actively see him moving in our lives in a huge way, we tend to overlook the small things he's always involved in. But he's there for us, guiding us, helping us. Last week we said that the book of James has said if anyone is lacking wisdom then he should ask for it, right? Second Peter says, you know, make every effort to do these things. He says it in verse 5 and he says it again in verse 10. Make every effort to do these things. Grow in God. As it says in Second Peter 3.18, but grow 
in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Jesus Christ, our Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. But grow. Grow from now until Christ returns. But grow in God, actively pursuing it, making every effort to do it, seeking after it like one seeks after a prize. Asking for it and relying on God's strength and power when our own may seem weak. We teach the children a verse that says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that is the truth. But we have to ask for that strength. Vacation Bible School is next week, and we have the thing of suit up, the armor of God. And it talks about putting upon the different pieces of armor, like the belt of truth, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the Spirit. Part of what Vacation Bible School is going to be doing is teaching those children that. But we're even going to conclude our look on next Sunday with learning about how putting on the armor of God is essential in our growth in knowledge and wisdom. Truth is knowledge. And learning more about God, learning more about Christ who says he is the truth, is growing in wisdom. Let us make every effort to grow in knowledge and in truth, grace and self-control. Because when we grow in knowledge, those other things are actually going to come a little easier. When you know the reasons why you should control yourself, it's easier to control yourself, right? That's why knowledge is the pinnacle point of that. It's like someone who learns that they're diabetic and they need to avoid sugar. Why do they need to avoid it? Because they know what it does to them. It makes them sick. So because it makes them sick, because they know what happens, they avoid things that are detrimental, that are bad for them. And the same thing happens in our life. When we know what will help us grow in our relationship with God because we know Him, we'll do those things. And when we know what causes us to suffer, what causes us to lose focus on God, we can become smart enough to avoid those things. 
And with his strength, we can even resist the temptation to do it. Let us make that choice. To grow. To be willing to grow. To pursue it. Because God has asked it of us. Seek after it like a prize. And to ask him for his strength. We're going to have a time of prayer. We're going to play that song we sang earlier. And as it plays, just take this time in prayer.
Heavenly Father, we come before you right now, Lord. You, Jesus. We make that our prayer. To know you. To grow in our knowledge and wisdom of you, Lord. That you may be the best. All that we need. Our joy and our righteousness. That you listen to our hearts. Help us to grow in our knowledge of you, Lord. Help us to make that decision to pursue it like we would a prize. To seek after it, Lord. Be with us this day. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.